A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we have some great malicious compliance against the boss that tries to take credit for others' work. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, screw your HOA and its ridiculous rules. Back in high school, I was all about my car. Don't get me wrong, it was a rolling POS, but it was my car. It had a trade-in value of maybe $5, but it was my car. I was learning how to take care of it, by which I mean I found where the dipstick was and how to pull it. I hadn't yet moved on to tire inflation, one step at a time. One day after school, I drove over to my friend's place. We jump out, pop the hood, pull the dipstick, check the oil, and it was fine, so I put the hood back down. I had no idea what an HOA was, nor what it meant. I was just a happy, ignorant teenager, eager to demonstrate how responsible I was with my wheels. A few days go by, and we're hanging out at my friend's place when his mom comes home. She starts giving us business in that, I'm annoyed but trying not to be voice, about a warning she received from the HOA regarding repairing cars in your driveway, complete with a photo of my POS with the hood up. Really, she was being pretty good, though clearly annoyed. We explained that we weren't repairing anything, that I was just checking the oil level and didn't even need any tools. Picture just had the hood up. She softened quite a bit, and the focus of her annoyance shifted from us to the HOA. Since it's entirely reasonable for anyone to check the level of oil in a car, she finds a copy of the HOA rules and we all read them together. Sure enough, there's a bylaw that says you can't repair a car in the driveway. I protest that I wasn't repairing anything, I was just checking the oil. Reading the exact rules on what exactly was forbidden sparked an idea. I looked at my friend, raise an eyebrow and say, fight the power? Fight the power. I propose my plan to his mom and ask for permission, since she's going to have to deal with the fallout. She's on board since she thinks this is supremely stupid. And we set in motion. Cue the malicious compliance. Every day after school, my friend and I drove our POS machines to his place, parked in their driveway, raised the hoods, and just looked at the engines. No tools. We weren't even near them. We didn't check the oil. We didn't so much as touch them, nor wipe them down with a rag. All we did was expose them to the birds, the sky, and God above to just let them breathe. After a while, I got bored, so I started setting up an easel and drawing my engine 10 minutes at a time. My friend had to one-up me, so he decided he needed some tasteful artistic photos with his engine. He judged the best photos would be him laying over the engine, shirtless, stroking and fake kissing it. Just absurd, over-the-top, moronic high schooler stuff. Predictably, the HOA was on us like stink on poop. The warnings quickly turned into fines, complete with pictures of both vehicles with their hoods up, then more pictures with mine with its hood up and an easel in front, then even more pictures of my friends with its hood up, him laying in the engine compartment and me taking pictures of him with a camera. Soon enough, his mom let us know that it was time for the monthly HOA meeting. Of course, all three of us had to go in person to protest the fines. So the motley pair of us show up along with his mom and his mom's stack of fine notices. I bring along my engine drawing and we printed some of my friend's boudoir engine photos larger than normal. After a while it was new business time and my friend's mom steps up. 
I'm pretty sure they expected her to play the My son and his friends are morons, please make these fines go away since I didn't know what they were doing sympathy card. Nope, not a chance. She politely but firmly attested that she was being sent fines for something that wasn't in the bylaws and asked the board to stop. One of the board members spoke up saying that working on cars was against the bylaws and clearly that's what was going on since both hoods were up. Oh, you should have seen their faces when she corrected them that the bylaw said no repairs were allowed. That there were no repairs going on in any of the pictures since no tools were visible and that we were just doing art projects for school. Even longer faces were seen when she showed my truthfully completely terrible drawing of my engine, along with the date stamped a couple weeks ago pictures. This was back when film cameras stamped a date directly on the picture of my friend trying to seduce his engine. The HOA president called for a five minute recess, during which the board huddled in a corner of the room. After the recess, the president succinctly said, ma'am, we're going to dismiss all your fines. Have a nice evening. We darn near danced out of that meeting. Being the obnoxious crapheads that my friend and I were, we had to do the drawing and photo routine a few more times just to make sure they weren't going to start sending more fines. They wisely didn't, and being victorious, we soon found other ways to annoy them. You gotta love that it was seductive engine photos that brought this HOA to its knees. Actually, you know what, that doesn't really sound uh, appropriate, but also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is no money back? We'll see about that. I'm not 100% certain this is a malicious compliance, but I'll let you be the judge. A few years ago, when my kids were 3 and 7, we were looking for a new car for my wife. After scouring Auto Trader, we're in the UK, we saw a Mazda Z06. Decent mileage, a couple of owners, and a small traders down south. It was about an hour away, so we hopped in my car and went to look at it. We arrived at the site, which had some decent looking cars, and it was a nice and tidy place, so it didn't ring any alarm bells. We were greeted by one of the two Romanian brothers, who seemed knowledgeable and pretty free of the hard sell. I had a look around the car, very little rust, oil looked clean, tidy inside with not too much wear. The only two things I found was the head unit panel was not in place correctly, and one of the brackets by the engine had a bit of a dent in it, but it was a non-functional bracket and it didn't appear to have a prang, so okay. Took it for a test drive and it was okay. My wife liked it, so we paid part cash, part card. A few days later, after sorting the insurance, we went and collected it. By the time we got home, my wife got out and immediately said, there's something wrong with this car. I took it for a drive, and yes, it had low power, sounded terrible, and didn't feel safe. I immediately rang them, and they were pleasant enough, and said bring it back, and they would have their garage look at it. The same garage that had MOT'd it barely two weeks earlier. I said I didn't want to bring it back and would pay out of my pocket to get it assessed by my garage. They didn't like this, but... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. I didn't give them a choice. After a couple of days of being at my local garage, who we have used for years and trust, even though they are a bit pricey, we got the report. It ran to two pages, which I'll summarize using the comment the mechanic gave us when we picked it up. Mechanically, this is the worst car I have ever seen. How it passed a Mott is beyond me. You wouldn't have seen it on a visual inspection, but this is a nail. Oh dear. So I rang the dealer and sent them the report. Again, pleasant enough. Said bring it back and we can discuss it and sort out the refund. Cue the malicious compliance. So the following Saturday, now one and a half weeks since we bought it, we all trooped back down there and walked into their little porta cabin office. The two brothers were sat there with faces like slapped donkeys. I'll tell you now, sir, you will not be getting a refund today, not until our garage has checked it. My wife and I looked at each other, and our hearts sank. What followed was an hour of back and forth, with me explaining that we were within our rights to a full refund within 30 days of purchase. Now, this is true for goods in the UK, but I had no idea if this applied to vehicles. After an hour, my wife and I stepped outside. The kids were getting bored and fractious. What are we going to do, says my wife. Well, I'm not leaving without a refund, I said. Agreed. And that was it. We went back into that office. We argued back and forth. Revisited the same point over and over while the kids moaned, cried, begged to leave. But we sat there and we argued very calmly, very matter-of-factly, without getting angry or raising our voices. At a couple of points, one brother left to serve people who had walked into the yard. And at one point, he came in with another couple who were interested in a car They heard us talking. I slyly shook my head at the couple and they backtracked and left. One of the brothers was raging behind his eyes. They threatened to call the police. I begged them to do it so we could clear this up and leave. They didn't. After, and I'm not exaggerating, five hours of this, my wife and I stepped out and were stood just outside the office door. Look, we can't stay here any longer. The kids are hungry and tired and mental, my wife says. I saw the door open barely an inch. I said, okay, take my car and go and feed them. I'm not leaving. I think I'll just call the police and get this sorted, but if I have to stay here until tomorrow morning, we are getting our money back, I said. I noticed the door close again. Really, she said? Just give me a minute, let's go back in a sec. Okay, she says, looking irritated. 
We go back in, and one brother is counting out cash on the table. At this point, it's early evening. Sir, the deal we will do is, we will give you a full refund if you don't mention this car on any review site. It was X in cash and X on a card, yes? Less than five minutes later, we were back in our car leaving the nail behind, cash in hand and card refunded. We'd found a pub that does food, and we were heading there rapidly. The kids were okay now that they knew food was near. With everything sorted, my wife and I looked at each other for a second and cheered, whooped, hollered, banged the steering wheel, making the little lad cry, bless him. We could not believe that after five hours of back and forth crying kids, belligerent salesmen, we had won. We had flipping well won. This sort of thing never happened to us, and yet there we were. We felt like the kings of the world, and no one would ever mess with us. Listen, when you get scammed out of $1.5,000 and you're not exactly Scrooge McDuck, you didn't exactly have a big fat wallet to throw around to begin with, you might try and do whatever it takes to get back that $1,500. Our next story is, don't hurt the hand that feeds you. I'm working for a pretty big company, lots of departments, lots of we are the best talk, and we really are. Core values are followed pretty well and major issues get dealt with quite well apart from my boss who we can call Gail. She's a micromanager to say the least, and a workaholic who expected you to do a lot, but never outside of your normal shift, since she thought overtime was the devil for us hourly workers. The first malicious compliance was Gail tasking me with this monthly report to hand up the chain to Mandy, who was a pretty big deal. The report was intensive and very in-depth, so it took a lot of unpaid overtime to learn and get it down. Gail did not appreciate it and questioned what I was doing as to why it was taking so long, more on this later, as learning something out of my scope was not too appropriate. Myself and Mandy got to know each other well and developed a great working relationship which certainly benefited me as much as it could. We were generations and countries apart, no romantics. Gail found out Mandy was asking me questions about my sights and for some reason didn't take too kindly and informed me that any and all communication from myself to Mandy must go through her, Gail, including this report. Thankfully Gail has a company-wide reputation for being a bit cray-cray, so I could hear Mandy roll her eyes on the phone the first time Gail sent her the report rather than I. I had told Mandy that Gail knew very little about this report especially the most important part, and two specific questions would likely have her forward those questions to me to answer. So, of course, those two very specific questions were brought, but not by email, but rather on a big call of bigwigs just as I happened to step out of the office and was unable to field quick questions from Gail over the computer. And the feedback was nothing but a roasting for Gail, as she had, of course, said the report was hers initially and thus the report was taken away from Gail and I altogether. This upset Gail, so she hammered back why I didn't do other work while I was learning this report. Six plus months had passed, and I had it down to an absolute science that took no time updating, and asked me to begin logging everything I do every day. Due to other factors in this job, HR was already looped in on everything that was going on between Gail and I, so this was as well. As you can already guess, the long story short is this log was filled out to the minute after every task, phone call, or anything I did, including time for filling out the log. 
The amount of detail I put in for this log, Gail wanted as much detail as possible, allowed for me to actually spend two to three minutes filling out this log for even the smallest task of a passerby of my office door asking me a quick yes-no question. I loved it. This unfortunately didn't allow me to complete all my normal tasks daily, and by the end of the first week, I had quite the pile of additional work. Gail, myself, and HR got on a call to discuss all this after the week, and HR obviously sided with me and told Gail to either push work off me to someone else, or get rid of this log that showed I was skipping breaks. Good thing I wrote the log. These weekly calls also got myself a separate payment for an estimated but realistic amount of unpaid overtime due to the first paragraph and another project. Good guy HR. Despite HR making my life a lot easier, Gail did not. So I made the decision to switch departments entirely, zero carryover. Within two months of my switch, the entire department was functionalized with a few other departments due to creating a better balance of work to employee, changing the job scope of all my former colleagues entirely, and coincidentally rendering Gail's job useless. She was pushed to a special projects role for a year, where special projects then magically ended and she was let go. My new manager likes to send emails out of those under him who were promoted. She was able to see two of those with my name on it, the second just days before her final one. I just hope every time Gail saw OP's name on those emails, they were able to internalize how OP went on to be a great success and continue moving up at this company, and while Gail was facing very clearly the door on their way out. I think honestly some of the best managers, bosses, or whatnot say, this is what you have to do, as long as you get it done and you make things look good, we're good. You wouldn't be able to get much nicer than that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.